everyone. How many times have your friends recommended a vitamin or a treatment or some natural health awesomeness that changed their life? Probably a lot. Blue Hive Health was designed to take that friendship to the next level. On this podcast, Giovanna and Stephanie will spend time debunking myths and introducing you to the latest in health and wellness treatments, all to support you and your family. Welcome to the Blue Hive Healthcast. Let's dive in. Anna. And I'm Stephanie. And we're back again for another Blue Hive Healthcast. Yay! Yay! So today is actually really cool because we are speaking to an energy healer who's here with us in studio. And she happens to be a, a former or actually even current practitioner of yours. And I would love to dive into a little bit about your story and what your experience was with her. And then we'll pick her brain for all the juicy goodness. So how, how did you two, first of all, Maida, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what was going on in your life at the time and why you sought out someone with Maida's uh, credentials, let's say. Maida is one of my, I call her my mini hero because she's one of the many heroes I've had teaching me so many amazing things. And Working with her all started when I was in the middle of a breakup and I was having trouble articulating what I needed to both my ex-boyfriend and frankly, just to myself. What did, I, what did I need? And I say going through a breakup in hindsight, but in the middle of it, I wasn't broken up. I was in a relationship and struggling with finding my voice and finding my own words. And the more research that I started to do and understand through talk therapy, what I realized is that there was something blocking me from communicating, something holding me back from being clear. And so I started to do research on some energy healing practices like Reiki, like, you know, understanding what the chakras are. And maybe I had a chakra blockage, somebody told me once, and I didn't really know what that meant at the time. And so um, after meeting Maida and doing some of my own research, um, I had her come over to my house and help me um, understand how my own body can heal itself, how I can tap into my own energy. And so I found the, the relationship to be incredible. But I, I know that we've been working together now for what, two and a half, almost three years. Um, and we've met on numbers of occasions. But um, when, you, when you first try to teach somebody what it is to heal with their own energy, what does that mean? Like, how did you, you explained it so perfectly to me. Maybe you can explain it to our audience as well. So... We are, we are made of frequency. Science really backs up that we have an electromagnetic field around us. So, for example, think of an electrocardiogram. Electrocardiogram, it just measures the energy field around your heart, the frequency that it's emitting. So the same with all the other parts of our body. And when we're not, when any part is like overactive or underactive, we're not in coherence. And coherence means to vibrate at the frequency of optimal health. So it's a great point that you're bringing about like the energy healing and you mentioned blockages as well. And that is such a common thing that we all experience. Um, I always try to bring it back to Chinese medicine. So Chinese medicine has been around for 2000 years. There is a reason for that. They know what they're saying, they know what they're doing and it works, it helps people. So Chinese medicine talks about meridians and meridians are little channels, like little rivers that go around the body, just bringing the energy and letting the energy flow. 
And when we get stuck, when we are under stress or we're going through something like a breakup, for example, they usually, there's, that's what we call the blockage. Like the energy gets stuck in that place and we can't seem to like move forward and move past it. So what I do as an energy healer, I just remind your body what it needs to heal. Your body already has all it needs. And I just remind your body how, to, how it feels to have that energy flow. How It's like muscle memory. When you train something so many times, you build muscle memory. The same with healing, the same with energy. So we go to a practice together and I remind your body like, look, this is how it feels to have the energy flowing. And then we do it again until eventually you can do it on your own, until eventually your body remembers how to do it on its own. So it's almost like a chiropractic adjustment for your energy, your energy system, right? It's amazing. Yeah. And I think what would be helpful for the audience. So what does energy blockages look like? So for me, when I walked in to meet you, Mm -hmm. energy blocking meant I was having trouble articulating my feelings. I wasn't sleeping through the night. Mm -hmm. I was obsessing over specific words and sentences that my boyfriend at the time was saying, and that was causing me to feel blocked but that comes up for other people in different ways. So when you talk about clearing the paths of the energy, how, do, how does that work? Like help us out, help those people who don't understand what that means. So you hit it like right in the head when it manifests differently for everybody. Everybody is different and everybody is different. So it's like there's, for some people it can be in their health, like they're having problems sleeping or they're not digesting their food. For you, you were like getting stuck with some thoughts you have problem articulating. Some people can get physically, have like a physical disease or uncomfort, not necessarily like an illness, but an uncomfort. Or some people is just like a more emotional state that they feel they can't think of nothing else, that they can't um, focus on anything. Their mind is always somewhere else and they need more grounding. So the way I personally work, first we talk about that. How is this blockage manifesting on you? What, where are the areas that you feel you can't, it's like you're at the door, but you just can't go through. So all I do is just point where the doorknob is so you can turn it and just go through. But in order to do that, I need to know what that door looks like. Once we do that, uh, I use, there's different types of healings. There's hands-on and hands-off. The hands-on, which for example, there are things like Reiki and other, other practices. When you Imagine when you hit your elbow on a table or, or you stump your feet. What do you do first? You put your hand on it. Or your tummy hurts. What do you do? You put your hands on it. It's something that we've always had since the beginning of time, since always. It's just an instinct that we carry. And basically, hands-on healing is that. It's just like using this universal energy and putting your hands on it with the intention of creating this flow, of relieving this flow, almost like a massage. When you're taking the knot out of your back, you're doing it to ease the muscle, to let the muscle move how it's supposed to move without that knot. But for that, you have to massage it first. And the same is what I do with my hands. I'm just placing my hands on the areas that need to reestablish the energy flow of your body. And it's almost like you're sense. using yourself as the conduit, right? Like just to yeah. help move, almost like the acupuncture needle acts as a little conduit and the bridge to move the energy from one place where it's not blocked to the other. It's like you're doing that with your hands and acting as that 
um, for the energy of the person's body until they can. Yeah. And and I want to make something very clear. It's not that I was like born with superpowers. (laughs) We all have the superpower. I just was passionate (laughs) enough to like study and learn how to do it, but we can all learn how to do it. And, and that is something I teach as well, like, because literally everybody has universal energy. Everybody can rub their hands and place it on someone else with the intention of, I want you to feel better. And that's going to uplift someone. Um, everyone, everyone can learn this. This is not that I was like born into, I was not born into magic, but I do believe we're all magic. Oh, I love it. So, yeah. I have a question. Like it is like hugs. Yeah. Hugs. Cause the more, what is it? A minute produces oxytocin and you said endorphins, right? I love it. Yeah. Hugs are healing. Hugs are healing. Hugs are healing. <laughs> I have an interesting question. So I've been in this like alternative healing, like wild and wacky, wonderful world for a really long time. So I have this really deep passion and understanding for like root causes. And for me, I would go to an energy healer because I know that the root cause that everything manifests in the energy first and then after the energy it manifests in our physical bodies mm-hmm. or physical reality. So that's why I would go. I'm interested, Steph, like what had you go and seek out an energy healer versus let's say a therapist or some other type of person that could help you with what you were experiencing? Oh, so interesting. This is the best story. So I was working with a neurologist about my migraines. And the neurologist said, I want you to spend more time doing mindfulness training and meditation, which I love this man. He is modern and he understands that there is more going on than drugs in your body. And he is fantastic. So he sent me on this path. And as I was researching how to meditate and what do I do and what is mindfulness, I came across energy healing. And the more I read about it, the more I realized that I could probably help heal my migraines through finding in this scenario that we're discussing, finding my voice and stop feeling frustrated with myself for not being able to communicate. And sure enough, you know, through several different conversations and sessions um, that it did in fact happen, but it all started with migraine. So I was in fact having exactly what Maida was describing, which was a physical manifestation of the energy blockages and then was able to start to work on that. That's so cool. I love it that it came from your neurologist, because again, it's to him. Yeah. Right. It's so wonderful when our allopathic, uh, you know, doctors are understanding that there's a whole something else besides Mm -hmm. what they can physically see. And what you said, it manifests first on an energy level and then on the other one and finding the root cause is something that if you do it at an energetic level, the physical aspect like just catches up, just like science is catching up with all of this mindfulness. <laughs> it's pretty incredible to see science and energy healing really crossing paths for the first time in documented history. Like, you know, we've talked about it in silos for so many years. But if I even think back to little things like mom rubbing my belly when it was hurting when I was little and that feeling better or having your back rubbed or the hugs that we just talked about, people don't understand that they've actually been healing each other with energy mm-hmm. their whole life. They just didn't know what to call it. And like one of the biggest form of energy is also our words. If you tell someone you're going to do great and whatever, like their energy, they're going to be uplifted and they're going to feel what? Energetic. Yeah. Like that's a key word. But if you tell someone like, oh no, you suck, you're going to feel whatever, their energy is going to go down. I, I think that nowadays we're very afraid of the word energy, but we use it all the time. And it's, and it's okay because it's a normal thing. When you say, I'm feeling energized or my energy levels are up, or I or talk even to a I got friend. bad vibes in that room. Yeah, or I just, exactly. you know, we, we say it all the time. We and just don't realize that it's a thing. And all of that is us reacting to someone else's electromagnetic field. 
So it's something so common, so normal, so even tangible. But when we say, oh, I'm going to work on my energy or I'm going to work on my energy field or I'm going to see an energy healer, there's that reaction of like, oh, but this is unknown. But if you think about it, it's not unknown. Your body knows it. Your mind knows it. And we talk about it all the time. It's such a trivial conversation to be like good vibes, bad vibes. So it's, it's more normal than we realize sometimes. And I wonder if we could just elaborate a little bit more. We just, we said it quickly a couple of times. I said it, you said it around things kind of manifesting energetically first and then kind of coming down into like the, the densest energy, which is our, our energy here, you know, physical body existence is the densest energy, but there's this, um, it's, it's a universal knowledge. Now there's so many areas of you know, world, uh, either spiritual beliefs or religious beliefs. And there's a lot of different areas where they talk about something is in the energy first, and then it kind of comes down. And I wonder if you could say a little bit more about that. I mean, the first thing that came to mind as, as we were talking about this, uh, women in the past have shown many signs there that the thyroid gland is really like, it affects women the most. Everyone has thyroid problems. And if you think about history, women have been silenced, oppressed, and say what you want, but like it's, it's a lot of that of not being able to speak. In our throat, we have one of the many energy centers that we have in our body, and in our throat is one of those energy centers, which is the ability to speak up, to, to speak your truth, to be clear with your words, to communicate. And when that is being silenced, you are energetically, quote unquote, blocking that area. And now you're blocking that area. So that area is getting uncomfortable. And then we develop thyroid problems and we have other types of diseases because we can't speak. And that is a way that it's manifesting energetically with, the, with this kind of psychological aspect. But now it's manifesting into the physical when it's too much, when you can't take it anymore. Or for example, Chinese medicine also says that the liver holds anger or resentment. So when we're holding that, that's when you see a lot of people that have liver inflammation and other health issues in their liver. And I, I used to work at a clinic where we treated the energetic issues, the frequency. And when we talked to their Western doctors, they would say like, they have an inflammation. Everything I do is not working. Can you look at it? And when we mentioned like, hey, is there um, any anger or resentment? We say with other words more gently, but immediately... Uh, the, their doctors have to say like the swelling is going down now that we're actually treating and what we said before the root cause of the problem I'm having a whole moment over here because in addition <laughs> to the migraines I had chronic throat infections now I'm talking guys like abscess on your tonsils needing to be drained surgically like terrible couldn't throat breathe. infection couldn't breathe yeah. rushed to the ER regularly I haven't had one of those in three years well, two and a half, three years since, since we started doing this work together. Um, and that's what's blowing my mind. And everything was around finding my voice, mm -hmm. which as you can tell everybody, I have my voice now. So <laughs> it's there, but I, I'm having a moment listening to you because, you know, as somebody who's newer, newer to this world and learning as I go along, I find that really incredible just to see all the physical manifestations mm -hmm. of it. And my, my medical doctors from 
Western medicine angle would just say, this is amazing what you're doing. Whatever you're doing, just keep it up. It's mm-hmm. going great. Your tests are fantastic. I'm, I'm happy to say I don't see them very often anymore. Lovely yeah. people. I love that because them. they're the very ones that may, depending on who they are, your neurologist is kind of up with his game. But yeah. a lot of those people are some of the ones that would discourage you and say, oh, well, it's just hocus pocus and it's just don't waste your money. You know, I've had, I, I mean, I was a practitioner of many different modalities and I used to get people come into my office and tell me how their doctor told them that I was a quack or whatever. And yet they see the proof in the pudding and they say, whatever you're doing, just keep it up. I think there's been a, a material step change in the way that Western medicine is thinking about energy healing. And, and I say that because you have a lot more doctors expanding their knowledge going out there, understanding Chinese mm-hmm. medicine, understanding Ayurvedic medicine, which is under- exciting. Yeah. Understanding so all these different things. I think that we're seeing a change and I'm, I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm glad that we're bringing more of these conversations to people because the, those worlds are colliding and not colliding. I'm going to say they're actually they're merging. They're merging. Yeah. Exactly. Um, which is fantastic. Yeah. It's very exciting. And I'm, I'm really excited to hear that and excited to see all these, you know, like you said, doctors and scientists that are um, exploring other other worlds, right? Other realms of healing besides what we've always known. So. And then also, like aside from the doctors, it's just all of us that have experienced it or that teach it. We need to show others that it's normal. It's a normal thing. Like you don't, you really don't have to be a dirty hippie to like be into <laughs> mindfulness and into wellness and into wanting to take care of your energy. You know, so it, it, it's a normal thing and it's okay. Maida, what is the most common? Um, complaint that your uh, patients have when they come see you? Um, it's usually when, when they know, I like when people come and see me because that's the moment that's kind of like their tipping point of I'm done feeling how I'm feeling. And I know I want to feel different. I just don't know how or where to begin. So I love that when you see the fire, but they have no idea how. And that's where I come in. I just like show you the how. And I have a horrible business model because I want people to never come back. (laughs) Um, So I just want to teach people how to do it, then do it yourself and bye-bye alligator. Um, So I think that's one of the most common things is people wanting to be in a different place than where they are right Mm, now. Yeah. So Maida, if you had to tell our listeners one book or resource that you wanted them to read to learn more about, energy healing and how it supports the body, what would you recommend? There's a book that I really like, and it's called Anatomy of the Spirit by Carolyn Miss. That book, it really explains the energy centers that we could talk a lot about them, but we're not going to go into that now. But it has the energy centers and the organs that are related to it. So it has a little bit the correlation with the physical body. So you can identify if you oh I always have thyroid issues it's going to direct you to that energy center which is in the throat and it's about our ability to speak up so you're going to start seeing the correlation between energy and your body and at the same time at the end of each chapter it has a few questions um, that will help you identify where you might have some blockages or where you flow fantastically and that's your strength Um, I really recommend that book Anatomy of the Spirit Carolyn Miss Added to Card yeah, <laughs> it is a great book. I have a couple of other book recommendations that I think maybe we'll throw in the show notes for people to go reference and listen to or uh, read about because uh, there's a bit of a, a list of those. Uh, but really, really exciting. And it was so great having you here. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. Yes, thank you for having uh, joining us. 
for everyone, um, if you want to learn more from Maida, understand energy healing, or even just dabble in what that could look like in your life, we have two programs at Blue Hive Health available to you. We have Stress and Anxiety Level 1, which is our four-hour self-study program, and you'll have Maida teaching two sessions on that program. And then you can also uh, connect with us on an eight-hour program that we have where you can have one-to-one -one experience with Maida and our other practitioners. More to learn about those programs on our website, bluehivehealth.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue Hive HealthCast. For more information on our programs or on what you've learned here today, contact us by visiting bluehivehealth.com.